springtime is here. Well, kind of. It's still like wet, rainy, mid-50s, at least where I am. Which, I mean, that's not a bad temperature. Don't get me wrong. But it's not spring weather. But it will be springtime for some anime. And that's what we're here to talk about. Hello. Welcome. To your favorite quarterly podcast, The Seasonal Anime Checkup. This is episode number 17. We're starting year five of this this dangle thing. I'm Jared, and if you haven't listened to an episode before, here's what we do. We look back at the previous season of anime, which is winter. We look forward to spring. And that's basically all we do. Yeah. Look back, look forward. Talk about some anime. Talk about a season of anime. So what better way to do that than just to get right into it? Let's talk about the shows I watched in winter of 2018. A good slate of shows that I believe I watched. Not that I believe I watched, that I did watch. <laughs> it's not like I was questioning if I watched these or not. Let's go in alphabetical order or attempt to. Because my Crunchyroll queue is not in alphabetical order. Let's start with potentially the best show of the season. And something that I guess like... I don't see a lot of people saying it as the best show of the season. Even though I would I would definitely place it up there. A Place Further Than the Universe. Which... There is a good article about this show. I think about halfway through the season on Anime News Network. Where essentially the article argued that... One of the strengths of the show was that the four main characters legitimately seemed like friends. Like, the writing made them seem like friends. Now, I know that might not seem relevant or, like, that impressive, but a lot of media attempts to create friendships within their stories, and it can either go one of two ways. Like, the first one can be, you know, it's just, hey, we're friends. And that's about as deep and involving that... The writing of the relationships can be. On the other hand, you can have writing that really evokes that these people are friends. That they riff on each other like friends. They act like human beings do when they care about other human beings. They're written with empathy, I guess, is the main thing I'm trying to say there. And I believe that this show really is incredibly capable of doing that. And does it in such a great, great way that... It's interesting that the four main characters aren't friends at the very beginning, but by the end of it, you know, they seem like they've been friends for, you know, years and years. And with the experience that they go through, I think that's very prevalent that that kind of writing is there and should be there. Like, there's so many great moments of just the them just riffing on each other like friends do, like just talking crap to each other like friends do. I mean, these are the type of things that, you know, you would do with your pe- with the people you care about. You're going to talk trash to them. You're going to, like, goof on them. You're going to have all these, like, inside jokes. You're going to worry about, you know, whether or not we truly are friends at times. That's just the same type of things that human relationships have. And this show has that in spades. Like, there's one scene uh, later on in the series where, like, uh, Hinata gets a message because they have, like, this, this view... This communication back from Antarctica to Japan and Hinata sees like these two girls come up to try and talk to her and they're girls that kind of were a part of the reason she got ostracized from school and everything 
and she doesn't really understand it, or she's not really prepared to like to have those conversations with those people or not and it takes a while for her to like come to terms with that to talk about it with the rest of the group and sure I say basically at the end of the episode gets real petty in a way that is fantastic in a way that like hey if I'm going to defend my friend I'm going to be real petty about it and like shove it in your face where she is really she she essentially just tells all of them or the two of them to like hey f off she doesn't need you we are her friends we're her good friends thank you very much we're going to take care of her and you can just like go home go leave you're not wanted get out of here and it's just like such a fantastic way of just hey i'm going to stand up for my friend because i care about her in a way that these people don't and i'm going to show them i care about her like <laughs> get out of here it's so good it's so good it's, it's just one of the ways that like that show just is very well written in terms of friendship and characterization. Like, like I said at the the start of this argument, like it's easy to write friendship character or friendships within characters, but it's harder to write good friendships. And I think if you're able to write good friendships, that's a that's a pretty good hallmark. That like, hey, you're you're whatever media you're doing, whether it's games, books, television, movies, all that sort of stuff. If you're able to write good friendships and make them convincing, it's easy. It's an easy hallmark to say like whatever you're writing is probably going to have good writing in general. What's next? Oh hey, let's talk about our return in Card Capture Soccer Clear Card, which is a strange thing because if you look at that show, it basically just looks like, hey, we up-resed everything, we stretched out the 16 by 9 made it look good for HD, and it's just the same style that they did for the original series. And I think that's the, the most surprising thing, is like, there is no, there doesn't seem like a big difference in terms of quality, in terms of animation style, which granted, it's, it is the same, you know, animation studio that's producing it, so that makes sense, but again, you know, that first anime came out uh, late 90s, early 2000s, and this is 2018, so that's a big gap in between. But they were able to pull that off just fantastically, just make it, make it feel like, oh, hey, you're just watching the next season. Like It doesn't matter that it's been nearly 20 years, but this is the next thing. And it, you just feel right at home. Like They're they're using the same insert songs. The first episode had uh, an instrumental of one of the openings from the original series, and it, just, it really made you feel right at home if you had watched the series previously. I would say if you hadn't watched the series previously, it, it does a good job of kind of like, here's all these characters, here's what they are representing, like who they are and all that stuff. Um, it is basically the same formula as the original series. You know, they did that twice in the original series and we're basically kind of doing, doing it again, but with like, here's some new characters and some new mysteries. But overall, I think they're doing a pretty good job. I mean, if, if, if you know what Cardcaptor Soccer is, this is more of that. And if you want more of that you know, you will feel right at home here. And I think that's a good thing. It, this is a show that I believe is continuing on in the next season, so we'll talk about more of that next episode and see where exactly if the the payoff for the, the main storyline hits or if it even is really revealed by that point. Up next, we have Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san, which I think, for some reason, Crunchyroll doesn't use like the a translated title for this, which is real strange for Crunchyroll specifically, but I believe it's like T 
teasing master Takagi-san or something like that. Uh, this was just a real cute show about two characters who try and tease each other, but really are just have incredible feelings for each other. And they're like elementary school kids, so they don't. It's hard for them to like reconcile that. And a lot of the episodes are pretty like short stories because they're like they're just like little snippets. Like there's like a, f- a handful of episodes in between, or like in within each episode, like a handful of stories, I should say. And it might seem like there's not a big payoff at the end. Where like they're they're happy they get to sit next to each other. That's the big payoff. But uh, if you do go out and try and seek out the manga, there is a manga version of this. There's also a sequel manga version, which se- takes place further in the future and basically gives you the idea of what happens with these two characters. It's pretty good, so there is that to look forward to. After that, what's next in alphabetical order? Oh yeah, Slateback Camp, aka Euro Camp. Hey, do you like camping? Well, boy, this anime will make you kind of want to do camping. It's another pretty chill anime. Uh, girls wanting to go camping and becoming friends due to camping. That sort of thing. It was weird because I had kind of like the inverse uh, reaction at first between this and A Place Further Than the Universe where I was like, oh, that Laidback Camp is probably the better show between these two. And then about halfway through, like, the, that opinion is like switched where I was like, oh, A Place Further Than the Universe is the better show between these two. Not to discount Laidback Camp in any sort of way because it's a really good show. It's It's just one of those shows where it's a very chill slice of life where if you don't, if you don't get the enjoyment out of that and you want some more drama in it, this isn't going to be the show for you. But if you are of if you're a person who wants, you know, that chilled out slice of life where it's just, hey, we're just hanging out, doing our thing each and every week, like this is going to be one of those shows for you and it's a pretty good one of those. So, you can't really go wrong there. March comes in like a line continues which I believe this is the fourth episode now that we have talked about the show. It was a little weird because they did take a three-week hiatus due to the uh, Winter Olympics. So I believe it's still going to have a couple of episodes left to catch up from that hiatus. So technically it's not wrapped up, which is a little strange, but, you know, it is what it is. That show just continues to be great. Like, it's, it's astounding that the writing hasn't dipped in quality or anything. They're able to still create these arcs with different characters and make them very meaningful. Like, oh, here's the the shogi prodigy. What exactly? Who exactly is this person? And you get to you get to learn. Okay, this is what is with this person. Why he's so eccentric and everything. Uh, here's an older character who is a is is a person who plays shogi, and you know he has the weight of like all of his friends who have like given up or had like their jobs taken from them or have been forced into retirement and he feels like oh i have to play for these people and that's that's pretty fascinating and also just the ways that it continued the bullying so bullying bully bullying that thing the storyline i don't know why that was so hard to pronounce for some reason uh, that and the ways it trickled down just like the trauma of it because um, Hinata's friend she goes and visits her at one point and I think they do a really good job of capturing like just the trauma of you know of having that happen to someone 
where she mentions that, oh, we would be talking, and then she would just, like, zone out and just get this faraway look in her eyes, and they they basically say, oh, you know, she still has problems trying to connect with people of her own age because what happened to her was so affecting to her that even when she tries to, it basically reminds her of what happened and just makes her completely shut down, which is, that's that's a good representation of trauma in a show that you probably would not expect that from. And even the way that, like, the, the new homeroom teacher was having these meetings with the bully, and then by the end, like, she has this question, like, okay, what am I supposed to find out of life? And he's like, I... I can't answer that, you know. I don't even know myself. Like, that's something you have to figure out on your own. And it's like one of those things where you expect, like, oh, he's going to come up with this this lavish plan, you know, he's going to have the right answer, but it's like, it's very human for him to be like, no, I, I legitimately don't know. I can't answer that question for you. You know, like we were talking about earlier with The Place for the Universe, it's like, the show just continues to have great writing. And it's definitely, like, the, the one of the biggest strengths of the show is that the writing just never seems to falter. It continuously is strong and just is great. Like I'm, I guess the one thing I would wonder is just how much is left in the tank. I know this is a manga adaptation, so I don't know how much, how many chapters are, you know, the, the one to one ratio for that, but I hope it's not, it doesn't get to a point where we get so many episodes where you start to see a dip in quality in the writing but you know, as of now, it just it continues to to be strong and strong and strong, and hopefully it will just continue to do that do so throughout its entire run. Finally, <laughs> finally, let's talk about Pop Team Epic, because man, this was probably the one show I was the most curious about heading into the season. Because you know, if you've read the manga before, it's a very absurdist humor, and the one thing I was very curious about is how do they translate that to television. Because that could go like one of two ways. It could go either go great, or they could bungle it up horribly and just be a poor representation. Thankfully, it's the first one where they just they could just go with it. Like it's the most. I feel like a show just doesn't care about like what people think of it. Like they're gonna do what they want. They're gonna parody things that they want, and you know, if you don't like it, you know, get out of here. We don't care. Just the ridiculousness of this show. I mean, it pretty much sets the tone from the first episode when immediately they're parroting uh, your name, Kiminoa. They're parroting Chrono Trigger. They're doing just ridiculous, like, goofs and gags. They're doing a separate little animation series where this, the animation looks horrendous, but that's part of the joke. There's so much just absolute ridiculousness and absurdity within this show I mean these are 12 minute episodes that they split into two and re-air immediately after the first episode but it's completely separate voice actors like if there's a female set and a male set like that's that's the <laughs> that's the absurdity of the joke with this entire series oh man it's insane that they were able to, to pull out 12 episodes of high quality. I mean, regardless, like, I mean, this, this show is definitely prevalent on like, Hey, if you like this type of humor or not, like if you're not into absurdist type of humor, like the show is offering, you're not going to like the show. But if you are like, it's, it's amazing that they 
they didn't necessarily like run out of steam halfway through, which I was kind of worried about. And then at the end, you know, there's the whole there's a whole gag continuously throughout the series of oh, we have this like goofy idol anime that we initially began the series with, and then all the next episode previews are of that show. And then at the end of the series, they're like, hey, Hoshino Girl drops season two confirmed. And the the funny thing is, like, everyone's like, what does that mean? Pop Team Ever gets a second season, or are they just f-ing with us? Like, it, and of course, like that's that's a fantastic joke because no one knows, and it's 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 the type of thing the show would do. So, I would be incredibly pleased if they did a second season of this. I know that might start to run the joke dry, ow, but. You know, the 12 episodes we got are fantastic, so if we don't, like, I'll take these and be completely happy with it, so there's that. Alright, let's talk about Spring. Let's dive into that after we after we got through all of winter. All of it, that's all gone. Winter's out of here. So, we're going to talk about Spring 2018, thanks to our, thanks to antichart.net, which gives us the the full list and synopsises of all the shows. So let's start off. What do we got first? We got 3D Kanajo from Hoods Entertainment. Hikari Susui is a high school boy who is satisfied with the virtual girls he encounters in anime and games. He does not have many friends and he lives in his own world. One day when he is stuck on pool clean duty, he is approached by Irohai, real girl with quotes, who is showing popular with boys. Aikatsu friends from Bandai Namco. Let's go together, head for the gold diamond friends. The new anime will have a theme of Aikatsu with your friends, and will center on a new protagonist named Ayane Yuki, who is good at making friends and is enrolled in Star Harmony Academy's general education track. She befriends Mio Minato, the school's top idol, and becomes an idol herself. I can't see if that's an M or an R and A. That's an M? We're going to go with an M. Amonchu Advance from JC Staff is the second season of Amonchu. There you go. Beyblade Burst Josetsu from Oriental Light and Magic. It's a Beyblade series. Binan Koko Chukyu Byobu Happy Kiss from Studio Common. I believe that's the second season of that, even though there's no synopsis on this. But I believe that's the second season. Uh, My Hero Academia Season 3 from Bones. It's the third season of that. <laughs> Butlers, Chitose Momotose Monogatari from Silverlink. Koma Jinguji, or Jay, is the smart and handsome student council president. His elegant smile captures the hearts of women. Subasa Hayakawa is a multi-talented and gentle shop assistant at a cafe. His cafe latte with owl latte art is very popular with female characters. Or customers, not characters. The two men travel through time to fight their archenemy, the charming butlers, as they are called, fight su- Fight supernatural battles and also experience a slapstick com- comedic life at their academy. Caligula from State Lights. So this is the anime adaptation of the Caligula Effect video game, which came out here in America on the Vita last year. It just got re-released on the PS4, I think, uh, this year in Japan. It wasn't necessarily the greatest game, but I'm interested in seeing the anime version of it because this is a game uh, written by the the head writer of Persona 1 and 2, who basically kind of disappeared after that and then came back and was like, hey, I'm going to write this game. So that's the reason I'm very interested in this show. Mostly also because I didn't... 
I didn't really like the gameplay of the the game per se. So I want to see what the story is, and thankfully they're doing an anime version of it. So you know, hopefully it's good. It's like the the first of many game adaptations this season. So get ready for that. Captain Subasa from David Production it is the remake of the original Captain Subasa series, which it's a soccer series, so it's that type type of thing. But hey, fun fact. If you've ever uh, looked into the Captain Tsubasa series, there are uh, Captain Tsubasa Famicom games. And they're essentially, if you've played Blitzball, it's essentially that type of gameplay. So, if you need to remember, Blitzball ripped off into a soccer anime. Square, Square completely did that. Remember that. Remember. Comic Girls from Nexus. The manga story centers on the 15-year-old high school student and manga creator, Kaoruko... Moita, who uses the pen name Chaos. After ranking at the bottom of the reader survey, Karuko's editor recommends that she enter an all-female dormitory for manga creators. Karuko's roommates are shoujo manga creator Koyume Koizuka, teen romance manga creator Ruki Irokawa, and shonen manga creator Subasa Katsuki. The girls support each other as they work to... Oh, oh god, I lost, the... I lost it. I lost it. The girls support each other as they work to become better manga creators. Cute Honey Universe from Production Read. Honey Kisaragi appears to be an ordinary girl attending St. Chapel Academy, but in reality, she's the warrior of love. Cutie Honey. A superpowered android created by Dr. Kisaragi. Honey and her allies investigate the evil schemes of Panther Claw, a criminal secret society. But Honey doesn't realize that the leader of Panther Claw is already closer than she thinks. Devil's Line from Platinum Vision. Tsukasa, a college student, is rescued from an attack by a devil, one of many vampires that can blend in among the human population. Anzai, her savior, is a half-devil who exploits his supernatural gifts as a member of a shadowy police task force that specializes in devil-related crime in Tokyo. As Anzai continues to keep guard over Tsukasa, the two quickly forge a tentative bond, one that Anzai fears will test his ironclad rule of never drinking human blood. Doreku, the animation from Zero-G. What if you could enslave anyone you ever wanted? Well, this comes close. The SCM lets you enslave anyone who is also wearing an SCM at a price. One must win over the other at the cost of anything in order for their for the other to become their slave. Yikes! Yikes, yikes, yikes! That's, yeah, yikes! Hoi, 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 hoi. Fully Cooly Progressive from Production IG. I believe this is the, the sequel series. Many years have passed since Naota and Hara Hara... Haruhara Haruko shared their adventure together. Meanwhile, the war between the two entities known as Medical Mechaneka and Fraternity rages against the ga- across the galaxy. Enter Hidomi, a young teenage girl who believes there is nothing amazing to expect from her average life until one day when a new teacher named Haruko arrives, arrives at her school. Soon enough, Medical Mechaneka is attacking her town, and Hidomi discovers a secret within her that could save everyone, a secret that only Haruko can unlock. But why did Haruko return to Earth? What happened to her Rickenbacker 4001? She left with Nauta. And where did the human-type robot Candy go? You can tell I've never watched the original series of that. <laughs> full Metal Panic Invisible Victory from Zebek. It's a new Full Metal Panic series. Future Card Buddy Fight Cross All-Star Fight. The f- fifth season of Future Card Buddy Fight. You know, the official sponsor of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Gigigi no Kitaru from Toei Animation, it's something. There's no synopsis, so I can't tell you. Ginja Eiyu Densetsu 
Die Nue Dice Kaiku from Production IG. In humanity's distant future, two interstellar states, the monarch, the the mono, the monarchic, the monarchic, the monarchic galactic empire, and the democratic free planets alliance are embroiled in a never-ending war. The story focuses on the exploits of rivals Reinhard von Musel and Yang Wen Li as they rise to power and fame in the galactic empire and the free planets alliance. Golden Kamui from Gino Studio. In the early 20th century, Russo-Japanese war veteran Saichi Immortal Sugimoto scr scratches out a meager existence during the post-war gold rush in the wilderness of Hokkaido. When he stumbles across a map to the fortune-hidden Ainu Gold, he sets off on a treacherous quest to find it. But Sugimoto is not the only interested party, and everyone who knows about the gold will kill to possess it. Faced with the harsh conditions of the northern wilderness, ruthless criminals, and rogue Japanese soldiers, Sugimoto will need all his skills and luck, and the help of an Ainu girl named Asiripa Asurpa to survive. Gundam Build Divers from Your Friends at Sunrise. The Gunpla Force Battle Tournament is a big event held in GBN once per year. Competing in the final round are Avalon, led by the champion Kyoya Kujo, and the Elite 7th Panzer Division, led by the cunning Rommel. Starting with Kyoya's Gundam Age 2 Magnum, a variety of gunplay or Gunpla. Take to the field to determine which is the strongest force. It's another Gundam build series. That's if you didn't figure that out. Gurazini from Studio Dean. The baseball money survival story focuses on a baseball team that operates as a highly stratified society, or as a highly stratified society, where the player's performance determines his annual salary. The story follows an eight-year relief pitcher with an odd left-handed sidearm throw as he fights to survive under the team's strict system. It's weird. High school DD hero from Passione, the fourth season of that. Hina Matsuri from Feel. The comedy manga centers around a superpowered girl named Hina and Nita, a young member of, of the Yakuza. Hina suddenly appears in Nita's room and threatens him with her extraordinary powers. However, they end up living together. Hisone to Masotan from Bones. Straightforward and innocent, Hisone Amakasu is a self-defense rookie stationed at the Air Self-Defense Force's Gifu base. She was struggling with the fact that she sometimes hurts people unintentionally by her innocent words and decided to join the Air Self-Defense Force, hoping to maintain a certain distance from people. The decision led to her faithful encounter, which profoundly changed her life. It was the OTF dragon hidden in the base, and it chose Hisone as his pilot. When it soared into the sky with Hisone, her fate as a dragon pilot was decided. It is said that dragons have a key to the future of the world. Hozuki no Reitetsu 2, Part 2, from Studio Dean, is the second season of that. Inazuma 11 is no Tenpin from Oriental Light and Magic. It is a Inazuma 11 anime. <laughs> Jushinki Pandora from Satellite. In the year 2031, an experimental energy device known as the Quantum Reactor is created to help alleviate the problems stemming from Earth's dwindling fossil fuel reserves. Unfortunately, the quantum reactor goes out of control, exploding and bathing the world with unknown energies in an incident known as the Shoryu Crisis. As a result of the catastrophic environmental changes that follow, humanity is pushed to the brink of extinction, and strange new organisms, part organic, part mechanical, known as the BRAI, emerge. Seven years later, Leon Lau, one of the scientists at the center of the Shoryu Crisis, is living in the wilderness near Neo Shoryu, one of the last remaining human cities. 
Leon has entered into a family contract with Chloe Lau, and together the two of them research their own methods of combating the BRAI threat. Kakuryo no Yadomeshi from Gonzo. The story centers on a female college student named Aoi, who inherited the ability to see spirits from her late grandfather. Aoi prides herself on her cooking, and one day she she's feeding some agricultural spirits when suddenly a god and the master of the Tenshinya Heavenly Inn appears and takes Aoi away. He says that due to her grandfather's death, she must become his bride. Aoi hates the idea and instead declares that she will pay back her grandfather's debt by working at the Tenshinya. Kirato Prichan. First year middle school girls Mirai Momoyama and Emo Moege or Moegi are two aspiring idols who decide to use the Prechon system, a system used by famous people and companies to broadcast content. Like many girls starting their own channels and uploading content, the part or the pair decide to become their own producers, starting their own channel and attempt to become Prechon idols. Finally, a YouTube esque anime. Last period, Owa Reneki Rasen no Monogatari from JC Staff. The story takes place in a world where fantastic beasts called spirals are born from isolation. Those who can defeat the beasts are called periods. Haru is an apprentice period who, began, who belongs to the Ark End 8th branch. However, after a mysterious theft incident, there is an economic collapse and the Ark End headquarters abandons the 8th division with leaving only three periods left, including Haru. Haru and the other two periods start their own work to rebuild the 8th division. Latent Mystery Tantasia Katori no Nazotoki File from Leiden Films. It's the Lady Leighton anime. After the game that came out last year. I forget the actual name, but I just like calling it Lady Leighton because it's a better name. It's true. Lost Raj Conflated Wesis from JC Staff is the second season of that. Lupin the Third Part 5. It's a new Lupin series. Maho Shoujo Ore from Piero Plus. The story is about a 15-year-old girl who is a newbie idol in love with her best friend's brother who is also a popular idol. But she runs into a scary Yakuza guy and finds out that her mother was an ex-magical girl and the Yakuza was her mascot. Her love interest gets kidnapped by demons that look like burly men with cute squirrel heads. So the contracts, so she contract, or contacts or contracts the Yakuza to become a magical girl, whichever. Which in this story means she turns to a handsome guy in a magical girl outfit. On top of that, her love interest shows an attraction toward her magical guy form. Her best friend turns out to be in love with her, and she also becomes and, and also becomes a magical cross-dressing guy to save her life. Thus, their manager, who is a magical girl geek, decides to turn him into an idol unit. The show would be better if it was just dudes being magical guys instead. Like, where's that at? Maho Shoujo Site from production DOA. Asagiri Aya is a young girl who has fallen victim to bullies at her school. Looking for a way to escape her trouble, she looks to the internet for for distraction when a mysterious website called Magical Girl Site appears. Simply viewing the pages is all it takes to hurdle Aya into headlong into the deeply world or the deadly world of the Magical Girl Apocalypse. There, it's fight or die against a seemingly endless array of savagely adorable, fr frilly skirted skirted killing machines, each armed with magical powers and an unquenchable thirst for blood and chaos. Major Second from NHK Enterprises. Daigo is born as the son of Goro, a father who is too great. What path will Daigo, who is burdened with great expectations, take in baseball? Great question. Megalo Box from TMS Entertainment is a 50th anniversary project of Ashita no Joe. 
Neil Admirai no Tinben from Zero G. Oh boy, this is a long synopsis. The Taisho era didn't end in 15 years, but went on for another 25. In order to protect her waning, fam waning family, a girl who resolves to marry a man she doesn't even know the name of. However, just before the marriage was to take place, the girl's younger brother mysteriously committed suicide by self-immolation and was found holding an old book in his hands. Appearing before the bewildered young girl was the Imperial Library Intelligence Asset Management Bureau, more commonly referred to as Fukuro, because that makes sense. <laughs> According to these men, there exists Maremono, which are books that greatly affect its readers. On top of that, ever since the incident, including the girl's younger brother, she unwillingly gains the ability to see auras, the sentiments, the marimono, which manifest as bright lights, and are usually invisible to humans. It was as though fate were trying to drag the young girl in his flames. And then, even though apprehensive, the girl chooses to venture outside her birdcage. Jealously, jealously, jealousy, hated, scorn, compassion, and love. What awaited the girl was the darkness of betrayal that had already begun to bewitchingly inlay the Imperial capital. Toyed by and swayed within that darkness, will the young girl finally reach the truth after her struggles or something? Oshiri Tente from Toei Animation. He's chivalrous, cunning, and looks are anything but... Me but detective, a gentleman whose catchphrase is, hmm, I smell a case. Every day he poots the biggest, the big city's cases to rest. God. Wow. Persona 5, the animation from A1 Pictures, it's the Persona 5 anime. Which I'm curious to see if it's going to be good or not, because I didn't like Persona 5. Which you can catch at the Persona 5 episode on the season. Let me check up OVA. Piano No Mori from No One, apparently. A tranquil tale about two boys from very different upbringings. On one hand, you have Kai, born as the son of a prostitute who's been playing the abandoned piano in the forest near his home ever since he was young. And on the other hand, you have Shuhei, practically breastfed by the piano as the son of a family of prestigious pianists. Yet it is their common bond with the piano that eventually intertwines their past and lives. Roko Hodo Yotsuro Biori from Zexis. Four men, Gure, Sue, Tokitaka, and Subaki, each help run a Japanese tea shop called, together called Roko Hodo. When one visits the shop, they are greeted warmly, is served tea, and are often helped with any problems they may have. Saraido Sumibito Sumibito Wariyoto Odoro from Seven Arcs. The story revolves around Jushiki spell equations. The equations that govern the quantum constant H of action change the laws of physics at the local scale, give birth to TNT explosions and poison gas, and cause incredible physical phenomena such as plasma and nuclear f fusion. Two Jushikashi, Jushikishi, who use Jushiki in battle are Gaius, who deals with bad luck with tact, and the beautiful but cruel sword wielder, Gigina. These two bounty hunters are caught up in a battle with dragons in the city of Eradana and the intrigue of great nations. That was a mouthful. Shion Pin... Giating from Big Firebird Cultural Media Company Limited. <laughs> that is indeed a name. A scientist couple has been arrested for conducting illegal studies, allegedly for performing genetic modification on five of their children. Youngest children, Danis, is the only one who grew up as a normal human and has become the only family member who is to tend to the rest of the members and to try to find a medicine to turn them into normal humans again. Dog, human, plant gene, spider web gene, ugh, as well as mind reading. How will these family members who grow up in the laboratory survive in the outside world? It's a great question. 
Uh, there's the the third, the second part of the third season of Food Wars, and that comes out from JC Staff. So Ten No Ken Regenesis from Polygon Pictures. A mysterious man known as the King of Death roams the streets of pre-war Shanghai in this action-packed prequel to Fist of the North Star. I was about to ask if this is a Fist of the North Star thing. Shanghai in the 1930s is a dangerous place. Foreign governments and Chinese factions have carved the city into different quarters, each with its own laws and government, and all rife with corruption. As the major powers vie for political control, the streets are left to local gangs. Life is cheap and death is always near. In the in days past, one man walked these mean streets battling the forces of evil. He was known only as Yan Wang, the King of Death. Few knew him who he really was. Few knew who he really was, but many knew that he was a master of the Hokuto Shinken, Fist of the North Star, a lethal martial art. He disappeared years ago after dispatching the city's worst gangsters. It's now rumored to be in Japan. Various people have come to Japan in search of him, but who will find him first? Steins Gate Zero from White Fox is the anime adaptation of Steins Gate Zero, which is another game I didn't particularly care for, which you can also find an episode about on the series of Chuckle Sword Art Online Alternative Gun Gale Online from Studio 3HZ. The story follows Karen Kohirurimaki, a 183-centimeter-tall, six-foot-tall college student who's insecure about her height and is bad at dealing with people in the real world. She enters the world of Gun Gale Online with her avatar Ren, who is less than 150 centimeters, five feet tall, and wears all pink. She meets a beautiful brown-skinned female player who goes by Pitori Pitohui. They hit it off, but one day, Pidui pressures her to participate in Squad Jam, a team battle royale variation of the Battle of Bulls tournament. Tadakun wa koe wo shinai from Dogokobo. Dogokobo. Mitsuyoshi Tada, a boy who has never known love, is taking pictures of the cherry blossoms in full bloom when he meets Teresa Wagner, a transfer student from Luxembourg. Upon arriving in Japan, she got lost, separated from her travel companion. Mitsuyoshi helps her and brings her to his grandfather's coffee shop. To Be Harrowing from Howliners Animation League is the second season of To Be Hero. Tokyo Ghoul Re from Studio Pado. Two years have passed since the CCG's raid on Anteku. Although the atmosphere in Tokyo has changed dr drastically, drastically, yeah, drastically due to the increased influence of the CCG, ghouls continue to pose a problem as they have begun taking caution, especially. The terrorist organization known as Algiri Tree, who acknowledged the CCG's growing threat to their existence. The creation of a special team known as the Quinx Squad, Q-U-I-N-X, may provide the CCG with the push they need to exterminate Tokyo's unwanted residents. As humans who have gone underground, undergone surgery in order to make use of the special abilities of ghouls, they participate in operations to eradicate the dangerous creatures. The leader of this group, Hayase Sasaki, is a half-ghoul, half-human who has been trained by famed special class investigator Kisho Arima. However, there is more to this young man than meets the eye, as unknown memories clawed his mind, slowly reminding him of the person he used to be. Uma Musume Pretty Derby from PA Works The game's concept begins with Uma Mus Musume, horse girls. <laughs> girls endowed with excellent running ability and who aim to become top, top idols and compete in the national sports entertainment show Twinkle Stars. <laughs> God. And then finally, we have Wotoku or Wotaku Nikoe wa Muzukashi. The story centers on awkward remaining comedy between Narumi, a female office worker who hides her Fujoshi lifestyle, and Hirotaka, a handsome man and a handsome and capable company man who is secretly a game otaku. That's an that's a manga you can read, which is it's a fine manga. 
we have some leftovers. We have Basilisk, Beatless, Card Capture Soccer, Clear Card, Darling in the Franks, Grand Krasinski, Haku, Hoshu, Hoshin Engi, Idolist 7, Nana, or Nansuno Taizai, which is 7 Deadly Sins, Saiki, Kusuno no Nantu, Toji no Miko, and Yomushi Petal Glory Line. And then we have some TV shorts. Akun to or Akun to Kanajo, Alice or Alice, Amai Chobatsu Watashi wa Kanshu Senyu Pet, Fumikiri Jikan, Koneko no Chi, Panpanra Daibokan 2, Koroneku Monroe, Lady Spo, Nobunaga no Shinobi, Anagawa Ishiyama Hin, Omaiwa Madagunma Wo Shiranai Oretachi Yokai Ninganji Tachibanakan To Lai Angle? Sure, we'll go with that. Ucho Senkan Tiramisu or Tiramis Usagi no Matthew and Wako Kami Wa Shoga Kusei. And then there's movies! Movies! Who would have thought? Well, everyone probably. There's a Detective Conan movie. There's another Digimon Adventure movie. There's a Kyoto animation movie called Liz to Aoi Tori. Which I think this is a... Um, a Sound Euphonia movie? Because it's just like... Yeah, okay, it is. Synonyms, uh, Hibiki Euphonia movie, Mizore to Nozami no Monogatari. So yeah, it's it's a sound Euphonia movie. Ninja Batman, even though he looks like a samurai. And then there's some OVAs, ONIAs, specials, all that sort of stuff. But nothing that I re recognize, so that's a bummer. <laughs> that's just the way these goes sometimes. Let's briefly take a look at summer real quick. And see if there's anything interesting. Oh, High School Girl. They just released a trailer of that, which essentially the trailer is like, yo, we got a bunch of the video game companies to, to license their stuff to us so we can show footage. That's pretty much what you want. I mean, which is true. That's a big proponent of that show. Uh, Attack on Titan Season 3, even though probably not going to watch that because that starts to get into the stuff that's real bad. Uh, there's a My Hero Academia movie at some point during the summer. And that's about all I can find in terms of like stuff that I'm like, hey, I know this. So yeah. That's going to wrap this episode up. We took a look at some stuff from winter. We have previewed the stuff from spring. Which means, you know, it's we're, we're ready for spring then. Ready for those shows to come at us full force. It's going to be real interesting because, like, there's, what, four game adaptation shows? Uh, My Hero Academia is back and a couple other big ones. So it's, it's kind of a pretty packed ep uh, pretty packed season in terms of, like, what you, if, well, I guess in terms of what you want to watch and everything. So, you know, we'll check back in within three, three months-ish, probably about, and uh, we'll talk about some stuff I watched then. So look forward to that. Hey, if you want more... More information, head over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast. And you can check out the other podcasts on the site as well, like the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA, which is a weekly podcast focused on conversations with video games, anime, and manga. 
And you can check out Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal, where it's me and my pal Ann Ladium, and we watch Sailor Moon Crystal and talk about it each week. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. It's a good site. It's pretty cool. And you can follow us on Twitter at Anime Checkup, where we uh, Twitter happens at times. That's basically it. So yeah, look forward to uh, a new episode in the when it gets. It'll be a lot hotter by the time we do the next episode because it'll, it'll be right close to summer. So that's when we'll reconvene. And yeah, hopefully this is a good season of anime. <laughs>